Okay, we're back, all three of us, for the first time in a couple weeks, I think, um, unless I'm misremembering. Um, so, what's going on with y'all? Colleen, you want to go first? I feel like Sean has an exciting story to share, so I would kind Tell of us. like to lead with that. <laughs> I went pheasant hunting. I went Europe, and I, so I just wanted to tell you guys a story because I think it's hilarious. This is, yeah. I, went, I did this because I love my uncle, and he loves doing this activity, and he just really <laughs> wanted people to do it. So I was like, okay. And so we, he, he was very excited this year because we got to go European-style pheasant hunting, which, okay. so we had, you had to have, you had to have like enough people to do this. So we finally got like 30 plus guys and we, we all go, I never hunt. So I don't, I don't own a gun. I had to go, we had to like drive and like make a detour to my uncle's house. My, my dad went with me to get some shotguns from him. Like, I, and then, you know, like we're getting there and we're, we're, we're going to start like, you know, killing these birds. And I'm like, I don't even know how my shotgun works yet. I'm trying to like <laughs> figure out like <laughs> how this, how all this works. So just to set my my level with you guys, but okay. So European pheasant hunting, there's a big field and everybody uh, goes in these boxes like around the field. They're sort of evenly distributed around the field. It's this big old field. It's like a couple football fields size field. And in the middle of the field is a tree and there's like a tree house up in the top of this tree. And some guy goes up there, brings these boxes of these pheasants, goes into the little box and then rings a little bell or a siren or something to say, like, all right, it's happening. And then just starts throwing these birds up in the air out of the tree in the middle of this field. These birds have no idea what's going on. They're like... Wait, so he he brought the birds to the tree himself, and like in a box? Yeah, there's like 100... We bought 180 birds. So this, this is not actual... So we bought them, not, and then they yeah. bring these crates of birds into the middle of the field. So like, right, we're all set up. We're all surrounded them in these boxes, like staring at the middle of the field. Just, just imagine, just picture that. Cause there's, <laughs> there's some consequences to this. So the, <laughs> so then the birds come out, they don't know what anything, you know, they have no idea what's happening. There's these stupid birds. They get out and they're like, blah, 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 blah. they sound like the Turkey kind of, and they're like, they just kind of fly. They suck at flying. And then, you know, they just, they literally start like coasting, like gliding, like, Meanwhile, it's like a war zone happening because <laughs> they're surrounded by people with shotguns trying to kill them like as they're flying through the air. Um, and most of the people there have no idea what they're doing, too, like me. <laughs> so, so, and it's just like it's insanity because you're, you're out shooting at each other. And the guy in the middle is getting shot for sure. He's just in this box. So, like. But you're all shooting basically at each other. So you have to wear safety glasses because there's literally shotgun shots just like oh my goodness. raining on you. Seems like, like I such was a bad idea. hit by these things so many times, just like spraying my face. I'm like, oh, oh you know, like it sounds like rain, like in the forest behind you, you know, oh <laughs> like, and the, and the birds, like, I mean, I did. I actually got, I murdered five of these birds. But like I was because I had to I I learned the like what I learned was shotguns you can't shoot past like twenty or thirty yards, but these birds are like hundred two hundred yards away. So like 
My dad and I are there. This is one of the first birds that they're releasing out, and it starts coming towards us. And we're still, like, not sure how our shotguns work. You know, I'm like, I think <laughs> I've got mine up, you know, and I'm like, I just start, like, oh, like, we're like, oh, it's coming towards us. Okay, here we go. This is ours. And like, we have to, like, we're, like, shooting. And I'm trying to, like, it's so far away. Like, I'm having to sort of, like, lob the shots at it. You know, it's sort of like <laughs> an arcing. I'm like, oh, I can lead it, like, way out here, and it gets kind of close. But we're shooting and shooting, and then it's getting closer and closer. It's just flying directly at us. And uh, I, I ran out of ammo. So then I'm like, oh, crap, i got to reload, which I don't really know how to do. So I'm, like, getting my gun over. I'm like, oh, i got to hurry up and reload before this to try and shoot at it again. And my dad has this uh, shotgun. He doesn't know how it works either. He's, like, he shoots it once, and then he can't figure out how to get it to go again. So we're both just, like, in this box, like, frantically trying to load to shoot at this bird. And then the bird, it just lands just right in front of us. <laughs> really? <laughs> And the guy, we had dogs. We had a guy with a couple guys with dogs hired for this too, and uh, he was next to us. And I just we're we're doing that, and my dad and I are both like, "Oh shit!" Because <laughs> like, you can't shoot them once they land, and oh, it's right in front of us. On the ground. No, because of the dogs. It's a safety thing for the dogs because mm. they immediately want to go like try and get this bird. Uh, and the guy, yeah, the dog guy, just starts laughing his ass off. He's like, "You guys." <laughs> You have to wait until they're like right, like twenty yards in front of you <laughs> before you shoot. I mean, there's another time like the bird a is fair like fight it's like all. flying over us. Both my dad and I are like just shooting, like okay, almost got it. And then I just have this picture, this vivid image in my mind of this pheasant just like coasting, just peacefully, just whoosh right over us. <laughs> and then it landed in a tree, like right behind us. <laughs> I gotta say, you had every advantage in this situation, and it sounds like yeah. sounds like the birds still did pretty well. <laughs> they they did. We missed like half of them. But then you go back later with the dogs, and you flush them out with these dogs. They're crazy. The dogs are amazing. That's the best part of the whole thing is the dogs. They're so cool. Uh, they go and they flush them out, and then uh, you know you, you shoot them when they pop up. And that's basically like playing duck hunt. Like yeah, that's exactly, exactly what, that's I, was what I was thinking while you were yeah. describing this. It's exactly like it, except in it's real like, life. I mean, it's I think you're just walking, and then all dogs. of a sudden it pops up, and you have to like, you know, shoot it really fast. Yeah, it's exactly it. So anyway, that was a hilarious experience. <laughs> Never ever heard of European pheasant hunting. So thank you for illuminating us. Yep. Just like I'll never get the image out of my mind of these birds just like just flying in the field, like coasting. They're in their minds. They're like, yes, I'm starting my new life. Gonna go off into I'm the out of the box over here. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Well, I think I've been dove hunting once when I was like eight, so I would have been right there. I would have been right there with you in terms of proficiency. Yeah, like I can't believe I actually got any. I like I couldn't believe it. But I did. I probably spent a hundred dollars on ammunition. That's a- <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. I mean, I don't know, like many boxes of ammo. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, Colleen, you know, the guys that I work with, I told them this story and they were all laughing their asses off at me. I bet they loved it. (laughs) 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 Yeah, my, so I have a family member who's in that. Anyway, I have a family member who shoots guns for a living. So he took me shooting once and taught me how to shoot. But I have never been pheasant hunting that certainly sounds interesting yeah me either 
I don't know if it counts as hunting, to be honest, right? Like, right? When they throw them in the air, they fly right towards you. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's cheating. (laughs) Oh, so my husband's grandfather, who has now passed away, was like a semi-famous bow hunter, and Hmm. so like that's like really intense, like you know, very focused kind of hunting. But like he used to hunt animals with a bow, like bow and arrow. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it was. I mean, I'm not into hunting, but like it was like the whole the whole ecosystem of that was really fascinating. Yeah, I bet that's a whole subculture. I've seen the only places I've seen that is on the the show. Um, what's it called? Alone. I think it's on Netflix. I don't know. Oh man, it's great. It's where they drop them out into the wilderness <laughs> and they just terrible. have to survive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was talking to a guy. Uh, we lost Sean. I was talking to a guy at work recently about how much I don't like hunting. Because you go out, you have to wake up super early, and then you have to go sit in the cold and be quiet and just sit there all day. It's like, I would just much rather stay in the cabin and drink some coffee. Yeah. But some people too, some people are Aaron. super into it. But I imagine me. especially in Texas. Isn't oh, yeah. Like lots, in Texas? Yes, very much so. Lots of hunters. But yeah. not this guy. Um, okay, well, let me see. I'll slack Sean and see if he's coming back. Okay, cool. My internet's crap reloading. Okay, so he'll be back. So you want to tell me what's going on in client world? I saw... Oh, there he is. Um, I saw you got inline errors, which looked great. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with them. Nice I think, work. You know, all of this detail work, it's always more things than you think it's going to be. So... I have been the past couple of weeks just working on like those kind of details, mm-hmm. which I think has been really good. Uh, yeah. So I showed you inline errors. So I'm happy about that. Uh, my next big task is still going to be, I need to do some deep work on how to do these filters without, you know, using the big table as a join table, which we have mm-hmm. talked about before. And I have talked with um, our point of contact over there about some options we had. Because what you had showed us, Aaron, was saving the filters. And that's kind of what I had been thinking. Like, if you want to build a product filter, you'd that filter would then be saved, as they already are. And then mm-hmm. you can pull up that filter when you're trying to do the higher level of filtering. Right? So right. when you want that nested filter, it would just be in line and you'd pull it up. That would be really cool, and everyone loves that idea, but that is not what they want right now. And they want, so they want to be able to build like child filters inside. They want inline at runtime. Correct, correct. And so that is outside of the scope of what we have designed. So I'm not saying it's going to be a huge problem. I just have been doing all this other, like, kind of littler i don't want to say littler that i don't mean to take away from like ui stuff like that's really important but i have I was been gonna not... say colin you're like describing my entire job here jeez <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. terrible like <laughs> no I'm, you're good I really am. <laughs> so that stuff is really important and it, i'm really happy with how it how it's looking and you know there was a lot of detail like what happens if the flex box wraps like what does it mm-hmm. look like you know stuff like that um so, oh my gosh, Sean just got frozen on the most amazing face ever. <laughs> that was awesome. Anyway, so the next deep, and so I haven't, and, I, and I've been kind of busy, so um, I haven't had time to do like the deep work to figure out this inline child filter at runtime situation. That's the next, like, bi- that's really the big push. They need to make sure that's going to work. And so I have do, been 
asked to do that next. Did they have the UI solved for that? I know that so, you were waiting on that. <laughs> yeah, so they gave, not exactly, but that's also not the highest priority. They want not the highest priority. So the UI they have solved for is the adding a filter that has already been saved UI. Mm-hmm. And that looks that looks snazzy. I like how that looks. But I had saw I had seen that UI diagram and I had made the assumption that 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 was what they wanted next. And again, mm-hmm. they want that eventually. Like we'll have time. But the next thing is the inline child filters. Um and the UI I'm just going to kind of wing it and then we'll we'll work on it with the designer to make it better. Yeah, cuz that's going to be I mean I don't know how I don't know how that UI is going to fit because <clears throat> basically they're wanting to show like contacts who have purchased a specific product where you know the the product is an entire filter on its own right right but why is that um, why is that UI a problem it's going to be literally what you just said that'll be it right but then so everything kind of goes left to right you know so it's like where they've purchased a product that and then. In that last column, are you going to put the entire product filter over there and it just keeps going? Do you see what I mean? Like, we usually just have one thing at the end. It's like a drop down and you say the color is red. But in this case, the one thing at the end is the entire product filter that in itself has three columns. Does that make sense? Looks like no. What do you mean? No, no. What do you mean it has its own three columns? So like the product filter has um, conditions. You can be like color is red, size right. is large. Right. So that's three columns. Color is red, right? Yeah. yeah. Then if you're taking that filter and putting it in another filter, so then you want like has purchased a product where color is red, size is large. So now you've got five columns wide. Yeah. Does that make sense, Sean? Am I making sense? Yeah. I, it's going to be... I don't think it's... It's going to be... Colleen, I think it would be... Sup- it's going to be weird. It's going to be hard to figure it out. Um, because it depends you on what the, the intention, though, right? So you'd... To, that they want to convey to the user. So... And... Because and, <clears throat> it's like an entire separate filter of an entire separate table... So like, mm-hmm. it's not a refinement. It's kind of a refinement. It's like, I don't, but I don't think we could do it within refinement UI. Um, it'll have to be broken out into its own. Like, I don't know if it's going to be like. Um, it's got to be its own screen, own like sub nested subsection, or mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know what to do to make that look not overwhelming. Right, because then you'll have, in that last column, you know, has purchased product, you're going to have multiple columns in that column and multiple rows inside one row. Right. So maybe when they define it, we make them, I don't know, I got to look at it. Maybe we make them more, like, like constrain it more when they define it in the back end. So we don't give them, you know, three additional columns. You give them one additional column. Well, you'd still need at least two because you're going to want to choose color. Is red. Is red. Well, that's three. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, si- size is large. Color is red. Yeah. Um, so there's there's your three right there. So, yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, because it's going to be, it'll basically like grow, it's going to grow it out horizontally and then also vertically come down with a weird like mm-hmm. gap over on the left. If you just did it that way, mm-hmm. it starts to get kind of unwieldy. Um, but maybe this is like an advanced feature. I could imagine like building, that's not how, if they're doing it in a drop down, so kind of limits the <laughs> UI expectations. Maybe, or maybe we make it like a mega drop down, which takes over more of the screen and then it interacts more like a single page application within the drop down for building the query. Mm-hmm. Then you can okay. do stuff okay. like flip the page, like click on this and now you're editing the new um, filter in its own screen and then go back to go back to the All original. All right, I want to share my screen with you guys. Can you see my okay. screen? It's good podcast wow. content. Yes. Yeah, seriously. Let me describe in detail. Okay, so it's a browser window, and in the browser window... (laughs) Look at this. It says, purchase purchase history. Customer has placed an order at least two times in the last two weeks. Why wouldn't this just be contact, has selected, you know, whatever, a product that is red? Like, why is it harder than this? Well, because there are going to be multiple rows Mm -hmm. under there. It'll just keep going. It's going to be like a run-on sentence. Right. It's just it's just going to be a long block. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's just not going to look... Right. Well, and that's, it's going to look... Like, um, yeah. for listeners, okay. I'm making a... Yeah, I mean... Gross face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making um, a gross... <laughs> yeah, in, in the UI there, I think Sean's right. That's a restricted number of options. Like, the UI that you just showed is as long as it'll ever get. You know, two Yeah, you're saying this will continue to... This could be infinitely long. Right. And then yeah. we would be switching from, like, the condition per row paradigm to you just, like, keep adding um, things on. And you lose the ability to do ORs then because you're not having so, groupings. Exactly. My thought on this, guys, is, like... Let's, yeah, I thought about that. We'll talk about that when we get there. I think my thought on this is um, my plan is to get it working with, you know, however it looks out of the box. And then they, there's a reason they have a full-time designer, right? Like he yes, can, we can work with him and we can work with our contacts over there to figure out, because <clears throat> this is a very specialized request, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know that, that this is going to be a, I don't know, maybe it will be common. I don't know. Um but I don't think we, the three of us, need to obsess too much over it because I think they're going to give feedback in terms of what they want it to look like, and then we can iterate once we have that information. Yeah, that seems fair. Okay. It will be very, very cool if you could just reference on the back end, reference another filter, like basically use a filter as a as a condition. Attribute? Like as a yeah, con- as yeah. an attribute. attribute. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that would be super cool, right? Yeah, I mean, we so, could at, at my company we could use that right now because, like I showed you, we do the we do the like you have to save the filter and then you plop it into the other filter. But yeah, to be able to build those on the fly, that'd yep. be really cool. Yep. So nice. Yeah. Anything else exciting? Not for me. How about you? Let's talk about your live coding. Live coding. You did so I good, Erin. Thanks. Oh my gosh, you were amazing. I, know. I was. I you even had... threw in some like funny <clears throat> jokes. I know. I good. felt like I was vibing. It was great. You were. You yeah. Were. So I did a Laravel Worldwide um, meetup. So it's like a meetup, but online. And 
got to present um, Sidecar. So I showed them basically how to deploy a couple of lambdas, how to interact with them from your Laravel application. And so I was live coding and like pushing stuff to AWS live, which made me real nervous. Um, But yeah, I was so, so I took two days off. I took Monday and Tuesday off. The talk was on Tuesday and, and you know, Monday morning I didn't have anything. So I took Monday and Tuesday off to prepare and then to give the talk and man, it's, it's a lot of fun, but boy, is it nerve wracking to like do a live talk like that. Yeah. Plus live coding. I was just brave. Live coding. Oh man. Yeah. I was super afraid something was going to go really wrong and I was going to be so nervous that I couldn't figure it out and everybody was going to be like, Hey, it's obviously, you know, that thing right there. Yeah. And then like yeah. the um, YouTube comment lag is, I know. know, makes it hard to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. But it went, it went super well. I didn't have any unrecoverable errors. I forgot one thing, but I knew immediately what it was and was able to fix it. Um, I had prepped a lot before I had run through the talk maybe three or four times and I had, um, I had like basically all the code off on my second monitor. So I didn't have to type it all. Um, and so I typed a few things and then when it was time to like do a bunch, I just copy and pasted and then walked through like, Hey, this is what I did, you know, line by line. So I wasn't like fat fingering everything. Cause when I get nervous, I start hitting the wrong keys. And so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, there's just like, forget how to do anything. Yeah, like, exactly. I think I'm I like, was a computer programmer at one time in my life. <laughs> and you have you have all these shortcuts memorized, but you can't, like, if you think about it, you yep. don't know what they are. You don't know what they <laughs> are, so, yes. Yeah. That's the su- worst. I was super afraid of that. Um, but yeah, I got a lot of really, like, positive feedback. Um, some people mentioned that it, I should do a Laracon talk, which would be amazing. That would be ideal. Um, yeah. So yeah, I finished it um, Tuesday afternoon when I when I finished it. I ran inside because I'm out in the shed, and I ran inside, and it was my wife was watching it inside while she was feeding the babies, and because of the lag, I was just like barely finishing up inside, um, and so I came in and I was like, I did it! It's over! I didn't mess up. She was like, I didn't understand any of it, but it seemed like you did great. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So. Super pumped. And then just like afterwards, I was just so exhausted. I think I was riding the, like riding the high up until the talk. And then after I finished, I just kind of crashed. And then the rest of this week, I've just been, I've just been so low energy, like, like Jeb exclamation point, you know, super low energy, um, which has been tough because I've like got a bunch of stuff I want to do, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty gassed. So been kind of a downer rest of the week. Um, You know, on our call yesterday, I was pretty like zoned. Yeah, you were. Um, Yeah, it's just been, it's been a tough, tough week after that. Just really worn out. So I don't know if it'll make you feel better, but I was always the same with all that stuff. Like, yeah, I hated it. I think uh, eventually you get used to it if you do it a lot. I never really got totally used to it, though. Like, and the other problem with me was I, the the ones that I did. I, I ended up doing these. I did these. Um, well, I would always end up being surprised by the number of people, which is like 
Hmm. You know, you sort of like set your mind up for like, oh, I'm just going to have like, you know, a dozen people or whatever. We're just going to be like, you go to a meetup or something and you're just going to like throw together a presentation for some other programmers or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then like, I remember one time I was in Arizona, I was visiting my in-laws on vacation and I had scheduled a, a talk with, um, I did, it was, I was, when I was doing joint venture webinars, trying to sell my book and make money. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm doing this joint venture with this guy, guys, I got to take a break and I got to go in the other room here and like do this presentation. I'll be done in like an hour. <laughs> so they're all out in the living room, like doing Christmassy stuff. And I'm in this room, like getting set up and I, and I hop in to do the JV webinar. So, you know, I'm just like in this room over here, there over here. And then I jump into this, this room and like almost 500 people are like Ooh. logging in wow. to listen to me talk. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. And then yeah. you probably experienced this yesterday. It's very weird to be giving a talk to nobody, but also nobody. know that it's like enough people yep. to fill like a small auditorium. You're like, yeah. it is so hard to wrap your head around that. Uh, I think... And and I, yeah, and after I was done, it was also weird because like I could hear my family in the other room, like you know, and I had my brain, my mindset was not like prepared for this at all. I'm like, yeah, whoa, but yeah, I'd had a few, I had a few, I had another one locally that was like that too. I showed up. I think my topic was really interesting to people, and normally, you know, they don't have that many people show up. But like I'd, I went to um, Eighth Light, which is like the consultancy here, did a talk, and it was just about Flexbox, you know, like this was a long time ago when it first came out. I was just like going to do an overview of it. There were hundreds of people. They like filled this whole yeah. room and they had no room for people to sit. I was like, Oh no, <laughs> this is not what you guys think it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry. It's uh no, it's, it's very it's exhausting. exhausting for I would be done for the week. Every time I would do something like that, toast for the week like i i couldn't really i couldn't yeah so i think it gets better if you do it a lot but for me it never it never did i didn't do it enough i think to get used to it yeah yeah that kind of also i mean that leads into i mean we have decided we're going on retreat next week so we i think sean you and i fly in thursday colleen you get there Wednesday. wednesday yep so our original goal, well our, well, our most recent goal was to have the Laravel view stuff wrapped up or, you know, published before retreat. And I think we have decided that's not going to happen. Um, and so I think that's part of it as well as I just feel like I don't have, I don't have that much energy left right now and trying to get that done in the next week would be way too much. And so since we are, you know, in charge, I think we've decided to push it for sanity's sake. So I would still love to get it released by November 1st, which I think is imminently reasonable. Um, but yeah, I know we have talked on here about having it done by October 7th, but that plan has changed and I think that's okay. Yeah. I think we want to get it done by then because then we start getting into holiday season time and it's hard exactly. to get people to actually care about anything at, at that point. Yep. But yeah, I think we're, yeah. I think we will. I mean, we're close to hitting the deadline as it is. 
So I was thinking about the presentation we're putting together for retreat. I only have like mm -hmm. four slides. So I okay. probably not tonight because it's Friday, Friday. but um, <laughs> I really think there's a lot more. I was thinking about it while I was listening to you this morning, Aaron. Um, there's just so much more like we can expound upon in terms of this discussion that I do think there's an opportunity for us to add like a lot more detail. If you guys have any time over the weekend to look at that. That would be cool. I will try to look at it again, too, because that was just like I do real stream of conscious, like mm -hmm. blah, 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 you know, um, like word vomit style. So I think it would be good for us all to take a look at that because uh, then people will look at it before we go. And so like that right. kind of low hanging fruit feedback, like we'll get that before we go so we can be really focused. Did we link Aaron's backstory podcast? Did we link Aaron's backstory podcast? Yeah, yes, like someone did. Yes. So just stick that in the slide and be like, read this, yeah. and then our outlines will make more yeah. sense. Do you have a transcript? Do we have transcripts for that? No. Um, okay. But I think I think Sean gave me his Descript login. Yes. So I could drop it into Descript. And I don't want to do give you more to do. I mean, people can listen to it. It's not that long. Like I, but um, Yeah, it's not that long. It's not that long. It's it. easy. It's like 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, okay. Um, what areas do you think we should ex expand on? I haven't looked at the slides you've done yet, but if I had so, time this weekend, what should yeah, I do? Yeah, all I did is like, I literally have a slide that's like Hammerstone products and it's sidecar and torchlight mm. and refine. And I feel like sidecar and torchlight both have a whole ecosystem surrounding gotcha. the amount of, like, it's worth talking about that, like the amount of hype and the, you know, all of the good things those are doing for the company. So that's specifically what I was thinking okay. about. Great. I can do that. Yeah. And as, and I think just like continuously, we want to keep the focus on what we think we want to keep the focus on. So make sure that that's clear. Right. And we don't want to keep the focus on, you should have launched already, but we do want to keep the focus on what is our repeatable strategy. Is that kind of what we're trying to focus on or what's the big takeaway we're trying to get? Well, I, I know what I want to get out of it. I have two things that I would like to get out of it. One is what you just said, Aaron, which more specifically would be what main channel should I go after? Like marketing channel. Mm -hmm. What's the, what's the best guess? I mean, we're going to have to try stuff, but like what's everybody's best guess. Um, yeah. And we kind of brainstorm that with everybody. Cause also some of the, cause I think like, for example, going after integrations, strategic integrations with different platforms that makes a hell of a lot of sense as a channel for us to go after, except we have the constraint of that adds extra work to you, Aaron, because if you know, mm -hmm. we're doing like Laravel integrations or whatever. So maybe no for now, right? Like maybe that's not what we go yeah. after for now. What's the, other? so anyway, I want to have that whole conversation with yeah, them. That's good. So that's one, two, yeah. I am unbelievably busy, which is awesome. I really like, my life right now like it's great but like and like career wise i can't imagine things being any better than they are now it's ridiculous i'm just gonna like enjoy it while it lasts but the uh the problem is i have so many responsibilities and i'm like an only finite amount of energy um and like i'm not doing i'm doing like a mediocre job everywhere on everything hmm. which i think is a problem a lot of people run into but i'm like i feel like I hate having the productivity conversation typically, but I do feel like I need to level up that for myself a little bit. And I think that that room would be a good room to talk to about that. 
like how do I more effectively get because I'm it's not like I'm not working I am getting I'm putting in hours but like I don't think I'm getting the most out of my hours and like the energy that I do have mm-hmm. uh, I am doing a good job I think of not burning myself out so at least I know I've got that managed but then I'm like okay like I can't just push harder on like getting outcomes without pushing myself past where I know I can't go. So what do I do? Like, how do I get more, you know, more done, which is what I want. I do want to be more. I know that I have a lot of like slack that I could pick up, um, without adding stress. Like, I think there's some things I could do and I think that room would be great. So that's what I want. Those are the two things I want. And they're both related to us. One's a little bit more me. Um, but, obviously relevant because right now I think we all agree I'm the bottleneck on like this thing getting done is like Sean's got to finish the front end. <laughs> so like, and uh, it'll, it'll be that way for a bit. So now I want to, I want to remove myself as the yeah. bottleneck. Smart. Okay. Okay. I like those Colleen. You, I think need some space to talk simple file upload as well, right? Yeah. So I actually have okay. a whole other slide deck. So I separated the Good. slide deck. So I have a whole other slide deck for that. Um, to talk about of course everything intersects when we look at like but i have one that's more about me all about me <laughs> perfect and, and kind but of we don't I have want. you don't have a separate slot for that so we need to reserve some of our morning i do slot. did you look at the oh you um, do it looks like buckby uh oh, actually gave us each i thought he was going to give us like like an hour but he gave us each a slot if you look at it um i believe oh i okay let me i think that changed somehow um I was uh, under the impression that he slotted us all. Yeah, so Aaron at 9 a.m., Colleen at 10 a.m., Sean at 11 a.m. So that gives Is us that three hours. Yeah. Okay. Originally, so we were only going to get like one hour as a team, but now we have three hours. Okay. So I'm thinking we will do Hammerstone for as long as it takes, and then Colleen, you'll take, um, you'll transition to simple file upload all within that slot. So I don't think I'll go at nine and Sean will go at 11. I think Hammerstone will go and then simple file upload will go. Does that seem right to you? That sounds right to me. And we should prioritize the Hammerstone stuff. Like if it's just the two things that I want to talk about, then let's prioritize those. But also like Aaron, I don't know if, are you just like what I want to talk about is what you want to talk about too? Yeah, basically I don't have, I don't have a a discreet thing that I want to talk about, but I, I will flesh out some of the torchlight stuff and then we can all talk about that stuff um the hammerstone stuff together yep sounds good to me i think a lot of these issues overlap right because it's about yeah for sure like what you want out of life (laughs) slash your business and so i think like sean's particular concerns like that that's a hammerstone thing that's also a sean thing right Mm -hmm. mine are the same cool 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 Speaking of front end, Sean, you've been working on some stuff. Yeah, view front end's coming along. It's nice to switch gears to work on that instead of the hotwire stuff. Like <laughs> the hotwire thing's cool, but it was such a big stretch for this app. It's well, as Colleen is now experiencing. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. It's just stupid, but whatever. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. Oh my gosh, it's not stupid. It makes so much sense. They get a lot of benefit out of doing it that way. And our future customers will get a lot of benefit out of doing it that way because there's no other dependency. It's awesome. 
but it was like, I don't know, very hard <laughs> to figure that out. Uh, so yeah, the view thing is better. The view thing, like the view thing is awesome because, uh, like I'm kind of, I'm pumped about the view thing because like I have the builder mode. So, you know, the thing you'd normally interact with, but then I have also this other mode where you get to just like statically put in queries, which is super useful. (laughs) And and really cool. And I know that our client has already asked for that feature, which I felt was very validating because I like did all this work to, to do this. And I was like, sure. I'm pretty yeah. sure people are going to yeah. want this. And yeah, first client wants it. Um, so I'm excited about that. And then, you know, it's also just nice to play around with view stuff. It's it's better than what I was doing. So yeah, that's going well. I'm doing, um, I'm working on adding ores because where we left off with the view thing was we were we weren't sure like how we wanted to do that. And then working with our client Mm -hmm. kind of shaped like what that looks like, um, design wise. So I'm just putting that in. Um, and then, uh, and then I'll do, and then I'll do refinements or actually probably inline errors first, Aaron, Mm -hmm. does that make sense to you? Yeah. And then, and then we could do refinements. Yeah. Yeah, Cause I feel like refinements could get cut if we wanted, we wanted them to. And then, like, the thing is, like, we could start integrating now, except I have to at some point stop and figure out how to do the build the package, which I'm definitely procrastinating that because it's just truly not looking forward to figuring out how all of that works. But that's just part of the grind we're going to have to, I'm going to have to bite that bullet at some point here so that way we can integrate and fix all that, clean all that up, and then, and then go. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I really do think we could have hit, we could have hit next week. We're we're that close, but it's, so it's close. just not worth it's not yeah. worth the death march to do that. Yeah. I agree completely. Although at some point, it's kind of like at the end, there's going to be a little scramble. Like when we do actually yep. start throwing in some customers, there's no avoiding it. Yep. It will be a little bit of a scramble at first. Um, yep, but then but then we don't have to, but we don't have to like do that to ourselves. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's no matter how much we prepare the first couple of weeks after a customer's using it, there's going to be a lot of, Oh crap. I got to fix this. Yep. So yeah. Um, I think last thing, and I just thought of this is, do we want to spend any money before the end of the year? Because we've got money. And if we don't spend it, it's going to be taxed and we got to figure out, you know, how all that's going to flow through. And does that mean we're then going to take distributions to cover the taxes or, mm. you know, whatever. That's tough. It is going to flow through no matter what. So do we want to spend money on anything to, you know, make that easier? Any spend that I can think of right now would be requiring me to spend more time on it. And I don't have the time. Because to, it would be a front end. I'd hire developer. the things I could think of would be, yeah. oh, let's try yeah. sponsoring podcasts and advertisements and stuff. Or let's try yeah. hiring a front end developer to free me up, you know, so that they can do maintenance stuff and yeah. new features. And either one of those is going to require time, which I don't have. Right. We may get there in November. And it, it's like, maybe I do want to do it now because then I'm starting to get them, like start the process now. So I'm starting to get them up to speed. Um, but also 
I mean, honestly, guys, I can't do it. Like, there's no way. My brain's too scattered. I'm yeah, hiring don't, people don't at work. work. I'm yeah. like, got yeah. three projects at work like that I'm trying to juggle. I've got, a, I'm going to be out of town traveling for over a week <laughs> next week. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I can't, I can't really, I can't do it. I'll do a shitty job okay. if I do. So, we should, we should not do that. Yeah. Okay. No, we don't need to do that. The only other thing that I could think of would be, and I don't even know if we need this, hiring like a designer for, because we're going to need like a landing page for Refine. Yeah. Right? Right now we just have like kind of a Tailwind UI homepage. So the only thing I could think of would be hiring a designer to give us like a cohesive site and perhaps a landing page for Refine and like branding for each of the different packages. So I love that idea for torchlight and for sidecar. I feel like though, again, that's another thing where to get the most bang for our buck, it's going to require time, like time, our uh, time. Yeah. Because we need like, that's a job that needs to be done for at some point before we do like a proper launch before we really start like pushing it out and not just like asking mm-hmm. people that we know that are interested in it. To, to sign up right like when we get reach that phase we really need our marketing material to actually like say something cohesive which is really a thing that we all three of us need to sit down and like spend several hours going through together to make sure that that's all like cohesive and lines up you know because it's like a both needs to reflect what customers want and like also us and like how like the combination they're in and so to have a marketing person do that like add the pretty to it now it doesn't make any sense i think that makes sense this is just what i think guys veto me i feel like you're also the most experienced in this particular um area this is kind of your area of expertise of the three of us so i have actually been paid money to do this (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean, that makes total sense to me, Sean. Like, I, I agree, because I think a good designer is not going to be cheap, and so we don't want to spend the money now when we're not really ready to optimize it. Yeah, and then I'm even then, the design is way less important than we get our copyrights. Way less yeah. important. Um, yeah. So. Okay. Sounds good to yeah, me. Yeah, I wonder, like, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking less of, um, like, getting the getting the landing page right and i'm thinking more of like all of the different packages and the hammerstone kind of like like because the hammerstone logo is like a vector rock that i found oh, yeah let's somewhere. do some branding we could do a little branding so like if we wanted to so if we could get a cohesive hammerstone torchlight sidecar and airdrop which is another package if we could get like consistent logos and like branding done i feel like that would be helpful because we'll need that at some point but we definitely don't need it right now but if we're looking to if we're looking to do that we could do that right now yeah i like that um we could spend the money on like my illustrator i like to go that's the path i go to down is like i get custom illustrations from somebody that's really really good Mm -hmm. it really elevates the uh the design it also costs a couple thousand bucks so you know uh, up to you guys if you think that's worth it but um but yeah, I, I think I, that's more of what I was thinking. So we could like have idea. have banner images on the GitHub um, repos, and so everything looks like Hammerstone touch, you know. Yeah, that's that's definitely a thing we could spend money on now. Okay, 
All right, let's do that. Let's think about that, and we'll do that after the retreat. No need to start doing anything now, but that would be a good way to get something of value that we do need without having to be super involved in it right now. And, you know, paying taxes on profit is not the worst thing in the world, so we can do that too. All right, anything else? Nope. Oh, we could also make a donation. We could. Yeah, I would be open to discussing that as well. Donate, donation to Colleen's bank account is what her face is saying. <laughs> what are we going to donate to? We can talk about it next week. Let's talk about it next week. All right. 